welcome. You're listening to the podcast of First Church in Vacaville, California, Pastor Timothy Wisnett. We are so glad and honored that you would join us today, and we pray that this message you're listening to is a blessing to your day. We want to invite you to visit us online at firstchurch.app to get connected with us and learn about our service times. We hope to see you at a service or a special event sometime soon. All right, so can anybody tell me who was the, uh, could you go to the next slide for me? Who was the main character in the story with no words? The sheep, yeah. Now, I happen to know the sheep. His name is Fred. He's a cool guy. I really like him. But, oh, it's a little loud. But he sometimes does silly things. Did you see him do something silly in this video? What did he do? He what? <laughs> he got the apple. Okay, pastor, our apple's wrong. No, nothing wrong with an apple. They're not evil. <laughs> But what did he do with the apple that was wrong? He ate it where? Away from the other sheep. He went away with it because he didn't want to share. That's wrong. Naughty, naughty. Sharing is good, right? But he took the apple and he ran and he got under it. And he ate it all by himself. And it was kind of like Thanksgiving dinner. Because when he ate that puppy, it was so delicious. He just fell uh, asleep. And when he woke up, it was dark. Because what time of day was it? It was nighttime. And he was all, uh, yeah. Is that good for a sheep? No. Because who else? What other animal was out there hanging out with him? All right. What does a wolf say? Yes. We need some bass from the back. What does a wolf say? Oh, yeah, there we go. All right. That's a good wolf. So, <laughs> we're not thinking about it. <laughs> so, that wolf, what do you say? And that told Fred he was in big trouble. Now, did that wolf just want to play Uno with the sheep? Did he just want to, like, knit a sweater? Want to just have a barbecue? Oh, wait, that's a bad example. Uh, did he just want to hang out and play games? No. What did he want to do to the sheep? Eat him. Anybody here ever been eaten by a wolf before? It is not fun. To be really honest with you, Fred would not have survived what the wolf had planned for him. So he knew it, and he took off running as fast as his little hoofs would carry him, right? He's just like, ooh, running through the woods. Who else noticed that Fred was missing? The shepherd. How do you know that? Yes, he was counting, and he had this little list. I didn't even know that. So here he is checking off all the names, 96, 97, 98, 99. Fred's missing. Meanwhile, Fred is out there running for his life. He's just chucking through the trees running as fast as he can. And one time, did you see the wolf got really close to him? He was like, he took just like a little tiny bit of his wool off the back of him. And that scared me the first time I watched it. I'm like, no, please don't kill Fred. But eventually, Fred got tired. And he what? 
Why'd he fall? He tripped. He couldn't pick up his feet anymore. They were just too tired from running. And he fell. And that wolf was right there. Did you see him? He was like right there. But who else showed up? Now, how did the shepherd get there so fast? Just a second ago, he noticed there was a sheep missing, right? Oh, he walked there. Did, did, did the shepherd, like, holler out into the darkness, Fred, you lousy sheep, how many times have I told you not to do that? Well, you can just stay out there then for all I care. No? What did he do? But did he stop and, like, put on his tennies, like, get a more comfortable robe, maybe a manicure? No? What did he do? He ran. Why did he run? What did he hear? He heard the wolf. He's like, oh, Fred's out there. And that wolf is out there. Yeah, maybe he heard him running. That's good. So he, he took off. You couldn't hear it because there was no sound. I'm sorry. But he was running through that woods. And right as the poor little sheep was laying there all defenseless and the wolf was like breathing hot on his neck the shepherd showed up and did what he played golf with that wolf bam and what the wolf say like however you say ouch in wolf you know ow (laughs) he played golf with that wolf now this is a really important part I want you to hear me okay there's Fred laying on the ground did you see him he was like he knew he'd done wrong. He knew he'd done wrong. Now, did the shepherd look down at him and say, See, I told you, Fred. Didn't you learn your lesson before? If you ever do this again, I'm not coming after you. No? What did he do? He picked him up. Like he grabbed him by the scruff of the neck and shook him a couple times just to teach him a lesson. You bad sheep. No? Show me how he picked him up. Yeah, I didn't know that sheep could smile until I saw that video. Did you see that big old smile on the sheep's face? Now, did the shepherd kill the wolf? No. Did you hear that wolf out in the bushes? He tried to scare Fred one more time, right? Did you hear him go, Was the sheep afraid? Why? Because he was in the arms of the shepherd. It doesn't matter what that wolf did or said or howled or screamed or whatever. He would never come near that shepherd because he got a taste of the stick. He's not going up there. So that, that little sheep knew he was safe in the arms of his shepherd. Now, the Bible says that we are the sheep of his pasture. We are sheep. Did you know? Yeah. I mean, your neighbor, maybe they smell like a sheep, but they are not looking like a sheep. I'm just kidding. I'm totally just kidding. We, we, we are just his sheep. We follow him everywhere he goes. He guides us. Remember Psalm 100? He guides us with his staff. He shows us where to go. He takes us to peaceful places with refreshing water. And sometimes I end up at McDonald's. I just like veer off the course. And I find myself enjoying a shake when I realize, "Uh uh-oh, I'm not supposed to be here. But the shepherd never yells and screams, get back here! Sister McCoy, what are you thinking? 
right? He never calls me back that way. The funny thing about our shepherd is that he knows you know. If you've read his book, he knows you know. And when you make your mistake and you fall down, there's no shame. See, Jesus was willing to die on the cross in shame. He hung there in shame after having done nothing wrong. The all-powerful God, the creator of heaven and earth, the creator of your very body said, go ahead, crucify me. I'll raise my own self up from the dead. Go ahead, crucify me. For me. See, he didn't just die for all of us. He died for me. He didn't just die for the world. He died for you. And he died for us. The Bible says when we were yet enemies of him, we were like the ones who drove the nails through his hands. We were not his friend. But he gave his life so that I could be free. We stand up here singing, I'm free to run. I'm free to dance. How am I free? Through the blood of Jesus Christ. How am I free? By the knowledge of the word that I can quote at any enemy. And he takes his big stick and bats him out of the way for me. You see, there's some of us who have been in this an awful long time. And there's some of us who were just born a couple years ago. But see, the power of God never changes from one generation to the next. If you know grandma, she could depend on God. I can depend on him, and so can my children. There's nothing that's too hard for him. But sometimes when we're young and the whole future is lying ahead of us, we think, well, I don't know if I really even need all that. The truth is, there's a wolf. There's an enemy of your soul, and he's hunting for you. He doesn't want to play Uno with you. You will not survive the thing that the enemy has planned for you. You will not. You cannot. But if you have Jesus, if you can let him plant himself inside your heart, let that tree grow, then all of the beauty that you see in the word of God and the stories and the things that happen to all the adults around you can be happening in your life. God doesn't just pick certain people he wants to work with. Well, you know, that guy back there, he's pretty cool. I'm going to pick him. But now, some of you in the front row, you're too young. Wait till you're that guy's age. He would use a five-year-old girl who just purely had a heart to lay her hand on someone who was hurting. God's not playing games with you today. Like I said before, he knew you were going to be here. He knew exactly what you needed. And sometimes what we need is for him to reach down and pick us up and hold us. Because life has been hard. Anybody here ever lived a hard life? Amen. And sometimes as we allow ourselves to be out there in the world, we see the orange and the green and we don't know which way to go. I don't know. He says, follow me. Follow me. I'm your shepherd. Just come with me. Because you see, his sacrifice was so great. It was so great. But there was nothing I can do to say thank you. Like I couldn't pay him enough money for that. I couldn't do enough good things to say thank you. Even if I gave every cent I had and, and allowed myself to be murdered in his name, it would still not be enough. Because the sin in my life overwhelms 
all the good I've done. But Jesus said, come to me. Because greater love has no man than this, that he would lay down his life for you. Some of you kids, the wolf has been chasing you hard. Sometimes you don't even know what to do. You can't even run away. You live in a neighborhood where you're like, oh man, the wolf is on every corner. You go to a school where the wolf is sitting behind you in class, cutting your hair with a pair of scissors, right? And some of you adults, you're like, how hard is life when you're 10? Have you ever lived in this day and age? At 10 years old, where the, everything they do is scrutinized by everybody and it's put online for folks to laugh at for years to come? And then the memory pops up next year and they laugh at you again? Right? This is the day and age we live in. Nobody's good enough. You couldn't possibly be good looking enough. And it leaves me feeling pretty bad about myself. This age group, did you know that the average age for starting to vape is age eight? That's average, meaning there's higher and there's lower. Where does an eight-year-old get that? My kid, she was raised in the church. She's a preacher's kid, right? Always teaching her good stuff. And one day at Thanksgiving dinner, I went up to my mom's bedroom and I walked in the door and there she stands with a vape in her hand. I'm like, what are you? I hit the ceiling, you know, what are you doing? And she said, oh mom, don't worry. She smiles, don't worry. There's nothing in it. It's just water, fruit flavored water. And I said, who told you that? She pointed at the cousin that handed it to her. The wolf is out to steal and to kill and to destroy. He will catch you up in addiction. He'll catch you up in pornography. He'll catch you up in stealing. He'll make you wish you were better than you are. But the truth is you're better right now. You don't need them. You need him. But Sister McCoy, he's invisible and I'm so lonely. That's why you got them. We have each other. The enemy is out to steal. God says, I'm the way. Come with me. I don't care what the enemy tries. You're safe in my arms. Today, there's someone here God's calling. I can feel it as real as I'm standing on this platform. Some of you adults, there's a wolf after you. Well, nah, why me? <laughs> because he knows if he takes you down, he has access to every one of these kids. He knows he has access to everybody you have influence over. You teenagers, powerful, strong, and mighty. God has raised up a generation of youth in this church. I have seen it myself. You are strong. And the enemy says, hey, come here. What can I tempt you with? Jesus, I want to be more like you. I know not everybody's going to understand. But I want to be more like you. Because when you make your mistake, the wolf will put it on Facebook. But Jesus is going to say, hey, you ready to come home? I got dinner waiting. You want to go eat? Come here. Let me pick you up. I'll take you. God cares more about you than your mama. <laughs> Some of us don't even have a mama who cares. But you, you're in the arms of a Savior who says all you have to do is say I'm sorry. If today's your day and you've messed up, maybe you used to be real strong and you've walked 
off the path and you've ended up somewhere you shouldn't have gone and you know you're wrong. You know you're wrong. He's not here to shame you. He's not calling you out, giving you one last warning. He says, hey, hey, just say I'm sorry. Just say you're sorry. It's okay. I understand. I've known lots of people like you. (laughs) If that's you today and you're feeling a little bit far away, or if there's been a, a, a wolf knocking at your door and you found yourself doing some stuff lately that you know you shouldn't be doing, some words have slipped out of your mouth, you bought some orange when you really shouldn't have been, all you have to do is tell him, I know I'm wrong. Help me. Right where you're at, right where you're sitting, the place we always start when we approach God is repentance. Okay? He's in this house to give freedom and power and healing. And I know when I asked you guys earlier who had the Holy Ghost, like 99% of the people in the room raised their hand. So it's not about that. What do you do with the power when you have it? What do you do with it? Sister Sound Lady, would you mind switching over to the YouTube channel? Just give us something else to listen to. I want everyone to just pick a hand and raise it, okay? close your eyes. We're going to start with a minute of repentance right where you're at. You don't have to get up and go anywhere. Just talk to him. I'm an ordained minister. I do nothing but preach the gospel. I just travel around telling people about Jesus, but I repent every day. It's human. We have to. We do things that are wrong. So right now, God, I give you my heart. If I've done things that are wrong, please forgive me. If I've thought thoughts that are wrong, I'm sorry. If I've said words that are wrong and had attitudes that were wrong, I'm sorry. I give you my heart right now. Every part of me. Yeah, that's right. I can feel that. He's working in somebody's heart right now. Because see, some of you, the wolf isn't outside anymore. Some of you, the, the wolf has moved into the house. There's somebody here, the wolf's in your bedroom. The wolf is taking you down, trying to destroy your relationships. Some of you are so lonely because the wolf has made you feel that way. And he lies to you. I don't care how old you are, how young you are. Jesus is the answer. That's right. Come on. Let him do what he's doing in your heart. Just talk to him. Don't worry about who's around you. Don't worry about none of that. Just focus on him. Sometimes we build walls around our heart because stuff hurts us, and we don't want to feel it, so the wall protects us. But that wall keeps him out too. Let the walls fall down around your heart today. Be vulnerable with him. God, I'm scared about the future. I don't know what's going to happen. I can't change what's going on with my folks. I can't stop the pain of this physical process. I mean, what is it you're reaching out to him for? God, I love you. God, I love you. Yeah, just let yourself feel that. That's Jesus. What you're feeling right now is the power of God. Let him touch that part of your heart that you don't ever let anybody know about, okay? That secret hurt you have. Let him heal the loneliness. 
Let him talk to your anger. It's time to get rid of the anger. God, I'm sorry. Everybody in my family is angry. I don't know how to fix it. Ask him. I speak faith in this house today, right now. Jesus, let faith wash over every heart. That's right. Come on, talk to him. We don't have to go anywhere. You can sit right there and have a powerful move of God. Let him do what he wants. There's freedom in the house for you. There's freedom in the house for you. That's right. That's right. He's doing miracles in this house. Hallelujah. So as you feel to, why don't you stand and come to this front? Come up here and find a place to pray. Come and let God do what he's doing and you let him call you. It's okay. It's okay. Let him do what he wants to do. I'm not, I'm not moving, God. I'm not changing. I'm, I'm following you, Jesus. If you feel the hot breath of the wolf chasing you down, know that Jesus is standing nearby. Just call on him. Call on him. Call on him. Some of you adults who are sitting out here, please come and pray for your young people. Come lay your hands on these young people. We need you. If you're an intercessor, come and pray for these young people. We need your, your spiritual support right now. Our teenagers, come on up. Teenagers, come join us in the front, all right? Come join us. We need you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Right now, Jesus.
Oh, that's right. Come on. Let him do what he wants to do right now. There's no more fear in Jesus' name. Right now, Jesus. Right now, Jesus. Do what you want. Right now, Jesus. Right now, Jesus. You adults back here, if you can, please join us in the front. Come and help pray for these young people. Right now, right now. Yeah, that's right. Come on. Come on. It's all right. There's no shame. There's no condemnation. None anymore. Not in Christ Jesus. He has taken all of the shame away. Hallelujah. He knows you, my friend. He knows you. He knows you. That's right. That's right. What does he have for you? What does he have for you? There's a place for you right here. Jesus name and Jesus name come on let it work within you that's all right don't be distracted by stuff don't be distracted focus on him it's real it's real what he's doing right now let him have access to your heart let him have access to those places that you keep locked up just close your eyes and focus on Jesus Close your eyes and focus on him. Whatever he looks like to you, picture him in your mind. And tell him what you need to tell him. Because he's listening. 
He's not going to turn you away. He's not going to call you names. He's going to pick you up and love you because it's time for a miracle. Maybe it's not a wolf. Maybe you've let us little snake come slithering into your house or some spiders on the wall. Speak to him about your heart. Right now, Jesus. Thanks again for joining us for this podcast. It's such an honor that we could have you, and we pray you were blessed by the word today. We want to stay connected with you, and so give us a follow on our social media pages on Facebook or Instagram. You can find all of those on our website at firstchurch.app. You can also stay connected with us through that uh, website, and you can download it as an app on your phone from there. And so until the next time, we pray you're blessed. Have a great week in Jesus' name.